Before we start with the first reading, let me give an introduction. The book of Isaiah, scholars tell us, is really the book of three prophets in three different eras with three different messages, (coughs) but whose writings were put together into one book as we know it. Tonight we hear from Trito Isaiah, third Isaiah, the third of the three books. And he has a message which I think could be ripped right out of the headlines of our own age. The culture was asking, why doesn't God hear our prayers? There is so much wrong with our world, why isn't God intervening to make it better? God sends Isaiah to the people to answer the question, saying, I don't see your prayers because you don't see the real world around you. You are so caught up in your own little world and prayers that you're missing the people who are suffering all around you. And then Isaiah gives a series of if-then propositions. If you do this, then God will hear your prayers. So tonight we're going to hear some of the ifs. But as we hear those ifs, I want you to hear the world today speaking. And I I really want you to feel uncomfortable because I think the prophet is speaking to us, saying, why do you think God's absent from your world? Because you're absent to the needs of the people around you. Listen to today's headlines in what Third Isaiah had to say centuries before Christ. And then he says, if you do these things, then your light will shine forth, which sets the stage for the gospel, of course, in which Jesus says, you are the light of the world. There comes a moment in every episode of Perry Mason when, after cross-examining the witnesses brought by the prosecutor, Perry has developed his own theory. And with great drama, and with tension created by his drama throughout the courtroom, Perry unveils his theory, often with the dramatic gesture, it was not my client, but you who did this. You was very nervous when Perry pointed. And if you're not nervous when you hear the prophet tonight, then you don't get it. And if you're not unsettled when you hear Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount tonight, you don't get it. You, you are the light of the world, not someone else, you. Where do you go to get light in this world? What sheds light on the events of this world for you? Where do you go to have light brought into the misunderstandings of this world? CNN, Fox News, The Wall Street Journal, Penn Live. (coughs) You are the light of the world. For those who know you, you should be the one they look to, to find meaning and purpose to the events of this world. 
The prophet points that out. If you shelter the homeless, if you give your bread to the poor, if you take care of those in need around you, your light will shine forth, and people will look to you for an example of what it means to live wisely and well in a world filled with so many needs. Now, if cable news is the only source of light for this world, then much will be lost. There may be a few here tonight who know the meaning of this symbol, but I suspect many are seeing it for the first time. It is painted on the homes, either the walls or the doors, of Christians in Iraq and Syria, in lands occupied by ISIS. It's the Arabic letter Nun, with a circle around it. The Arabic letter Nun is the first letter of the word Nasrani, the Nazarene. It indicates that in this home is a follower of the Nazarene, the one from Nazareth, Jesus. It indicates that that person must either convert to Islam or be beheaded or leave the country. It's not safe for a Christian to be there. And when we say Christian, 95% of those Christians are Catholics, Chaldean Catholics, Assyrian Catholics, but they're Catholics, our brothers and sisters in the faith. Most of the world, and especially the media, have been silent to the genocide of Christians in Iraq and Syria. But if you are the light of the world, then when people around you speak in ignorance about the refugees who are coming, you can remind them that a lot of them are your brothers and sisters who are Catholics, who are looking for a safe place to live where their homes will not be marked with the sign of the Nazarene, a sign of death, but where they can find instead hope and life and light. Part of being the light of the world for people around you is to be more aware of the circumstances of the world than you would find in most media sources. Part of being a light to people around you is not to be caught up in the gossip, not to be caught up in the rumors of the headlines, not to be caught up in the drama of the day, but rather to be the light of the gospel, to be Jesus Christ, to be the prophet in the midst of those who don't know any better and who need your light. So he said dramatically, you are the light of the world. Don't look to anyone else. Don't look to CNN or Fox News or Penn Live. Search your own hearts. Bring those hearts to prayer Learn as much as you can, 
and shed light on the events of the world so that people look to you to be the source of light. For as long as you put your light under a bushel basket, for as long as you limit yourself to prayers about you and God, then people will ask, as they asked the prophet Isaiah, why do we pray and God doesn't answer? Because your head is in the, in the sand. And if you can't see God, God won't see you. <laughs>